Chris Miles was able to retire twice by the time he was 39 years old. But he's not content to just enjoy his own financial freedom and peace of mind. Chris wants you to have your own ripple effect so you can live free today. He's not the financial advisor you expected. He's the anti-financial advisor you deserve. He's jumping behind the mic right now, ready to make waves. Here's Chris Miles. Hello, my fellow Ripplers. This is Chris Miles, your cash flow expert and anti-financial advisor. Well, I'm going to show this for you. Those of you that work so freaking hard for your money and you're ready for your money to start working harder for you right now. You want that freedom and cash flow today, not 30 or 40 years from now, but right now. So you can live that life that you love doing what you love. Hey guys, it's not just about getting rich, is it? It's about living a rich life because as you're blessed financially, you have a greater capacity to bless the lives of more people. And that is why I'm here today. Thank you for allowing me to create a ripple effect through you. I was almost going to say thank you for letting me binge you, but that's not the case. You guys are probably binging me instead, but I do appreciate you guys have been binging and sharing, even reaching out. I even just talked to a guy today and said, man, it's weird hearing your voice because I've been listening to it, binging it. Well, hey, I appreciate that because really you guys are the best audience. I know Jason might disagree because he's got a cool audience too, but I definitely know that you guys are amazing. As a reminder, always go visit our website, moneyripples.com. If you want to get more information, more education, great stuff on there, including blogs. Especially if you're a reader, I'm not. But if you are, you got some good stuff on there. So check that out. Hey, are you looking for another great podcast to listen to? One about investing and not only just investing, but learning about cool deals like investing in apartments that does not require you to have to be an accredited investor or have a million dollars. Hey, if you want to check that out, go check out my friend Lane Kawaoka's site, simplepassivecashflow.com. He's got a great podcast also called Simple Passive Cashflow that you can check out on YouTube, iTunes, or whatever your favorite podcast app is. If you want some great education and to learn about great ways to invest in other types of deals without, again, needing a ton of money, check it out, simplepassivecashflow.com or look up Simple Passive Cashflow on YouTube or your podcast app. Check it out. All right, guys. So I just mentioned, I've got a special guest, Jason Duncan here today. Now, Jason is a pretty powerful guy here that I'm excited to have on today. I mean, the guy has one of the fastest growing privately held companies in the world right now. On top of that, I mean, he started like 12 different companies. He's been in entrepreneurship since 2010, ever since he quit in the education space, left being a teacher to be an entrepreneur, has been rocking it, been doing great stuff. He even runs a mastermind called the Exeter Club that he has that is just incredible too that we're going to talk about today. He's also got his own show, The Root of All Success, that we've actually all be on myself. Definitely a great show to go check out. Out in Tennessee, married a sweetheart now of 27 years. So definitely, Jason, excited to have you on our show today. It's an honor to be here, Chris. Thank you, my man. And you got like this extra man scale on me because I heard you like motorcycles and you camp in RVs, which are both things that I've kind of wanted to learn, but never done. Well, the RV is easier. Yeah. than motorcycling, but it is more expensive. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I dig it. I started riding motorcycles as an adult. I didn't ride as a kid and I fell in love with it. And now I've got two motorcycles. I ride a lot and just enjoy it. It's a lot of fun to get out and see the countryside and enjoy a little wind therapy because you need that every once in a while. And then the RV stuff, we do that because it's just, I've been doing that my whole life growing up. We went camping when I was a kid and my wife and I just love to do it. See, that's awesome. Actually, that sounds more appealing to me than the other strategy I was going to do. I thought, maybe I do the whole Forrest Gump thing where you just run across country because I'm a marathoner, you know? 
But then I mapped it out and then I started counting the number of days it would take me and how many miles I have to run a day. I'm like, this is going to take me months to get across a stupid country. Put me in a car, put me in an RV, put me in a vehicle. I'll do it that way. And maybe I'll go out on runs in the morning. Yeah. Well, right now with gas prices, it's a lot cheaper to run and stay in really nice hotels. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Just burn through a couple pairs of shoes and you're good, right? That's right. Absolutely. Well, tell us more about your story because I know there's a lot of people listening right now that have a goal to create a life like what you have right now. I mean, you started as that school teacher and then were able to leave that and create this whole new life of freedom. Tell us about that. So I actually started my career as a pastor. I was in pastoral ministry for 13 years and then got fed up with that. I thought I had to do something different to make a bigger impact. And I went back to school, got a master's in education, took classes to get my teaching certificate, teaching degree, and went to start teaching eighth grade American history and fell in love with it. And I always liked the pastoral part of being the teacher and the preacher. Mm -hmm. I did not really care for the traditional pastoral stuff, the counseling and the visitations and that type of thing. I just didn't. I never liked doing that. But in the teaching thing, when I started teaching, I fell in love with it. I realized, wow, like this, I get energy from. I enjoy it. I like it. The kids like me. I mean, it's a lot of fun. And I was making a difference. And then budget cuts came after the Great Recession. I was the last guy hired in that building. And they had to make decisions based on tenure. And I didn't have tenure. And no matter how good I was, I was actually the number one teacher in the county in my subject area. But they let me go. They said, your contract won't be renewed for next year. And I had a decision to make about what the next step in my life was going to be career-wise. I'd made a big change from ministry to teaching, and now I was prepared to make another change. But I didn't want to go back to the corporate world. So I took the leap into entrepreneurship and started a lighting company about which I knew nothing. And it ultimately turned out pretty dang good. And it became uh, very successful, which you alluded to at the top of the show. And and that was my life for about a decade. It was an exciting ride. That's great. Well, I almost want to take this a different direction, but I'm going to try to stay a little focused here because you got a lot of fascinating things I want to ask for you specifically. So, I mean, tell us more, like, what is this Exeter lifestyle? What does that really mean? So when I started my company, I started a company, like I think a lot of entrepreneurs do, out of need. It was yeah. a need to pay the bills. Like It was something I had to do to make money. Now, I chose entrepreneurship, so don't get me wrong. It wasn't like I stumbled into it and accidentally did this thing, but I consider myself in many ways an accidental entrepreneur, but that's kind of a misnomer. But in reality, I chose it and I did it because I needed to make money. I had a mortgage to pay. I had debts to pay. I had bills to pay. And I never thought at the beginning, I never thought, what will this be long-term? And what would I do to exit it at some point? I had a partner early on and every once in a while we'd talk with this word, this phrase exit strategy would come up and we'd talk about it like we knew what the hell we were talking about and we didn't. So it never really became any kind of reality about what's next. It was almost as if I took a job and I was just the owner of the job. I was a job owner. Yeah. I was not a business owner. And so many entrepreneurs are exactly like that. So your question about what the exit lifestyle is, is about coming to grips with the fact that your life needs to be more than the business ownership. I truly believe that business ownership Amen. is not about owning the business and running the business. It's about the business providing you the financial resources that you want and need to live the lifestyle that you desire. Yes. And so people as entrepreneurs, men, women, doesn't matter who you are, where you are and what industry you're in. I think most people have this delusion of thinking that at some point they'll sell their business to venture capital or private equity or somebody else for this huge dollar amount and people like you will come in and show them what to do with their money. 
that doesn't happen. Like, I don't know what the percentages is, but it's a single digit percentages of how many times that actually happens. It doesn't happen that often. Yeah. So why are we waiting for some thing at the very end to live a lifestyle of someone who's exited? Why can't we figure that out now? And that's in fact, what I figured out how to do. I exited my business without selling it mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. And now I'm living what I consider my best life. I'm living in the center of my passion. I started a coaching company. I started a mastermind. I've been able to give a Ted talk. I've been able to do amazing things that had I been stuck running day to day, I'd never get the opportunity. So I want to show a hundred thousand entrepreneurs how to do the same thing. I'd love that because you're right. Most people never have an exit strategy first, right? They just think death, maybe I'm done. And I know like I became an entrepreneur over 20 years ago because my whole vision was I want to control my own destiny, my time, my money. I want to control my life. And then, of course, as I became an entrepreneur, I know for me personally, it was like, wait a minute, I own a freaking job. Like, I don't have any freedom. I just have a very high paying job. It's great. And yeah, I can choose my hours. But at the end of the day, how do I get out of it? And that's why passive income thing came along. I mean, you're speaking a big truth. I know a lot of people that are entrepreneurs or business owners right now may not know a way. And they might think they might have this delusion, maybe, that they're going to sell their business. And they could if they do put some things in place that are correct. But for the most part, most people just end up, their death is shutting it down or just quitting in general. 75% of businesses that are listed for sale, never sale. Interesting. Think about that. Like I intend to sell it. I want to sell it. I want to take a cash out and move on. And 75% do not ever sell. And then out of the 25% do sell. I don't know what the percentage is there, but it's a high percent of that 25% that don't result in the thing that the seller wanted to begin with. So I'm finishing up my first book now, and it's actually called The Exit Lifestyle. And I hope to have it finally published by the end of this year. But I don't know. It was supposed to be done in April, but it's writing a book. It's one of the hardest things I've ever done. But in the book, I tell these three stories about three different entrepreneurs. One who ran his business and was looking for that sale, but because... He was the owner operator. He had to do what most people refer to as an earnout. Like somebody finally said, yeah, I'll buy it from you, but you got to stay in it and run it. Uh Like I'll give you some money now. I'll give you a little money every year for the next five or six years. And he's not able to live the exit lifestyle until that's finally completed. And by then, how old is he going to be? How much energy is going to have left, et cetera? So that's not the best way to do it. The second story I tell is about a lady who built a very successful business and she built that business and created millions and millions of dollars in revenue and profitability, making her company worth a lot of money. And when she finally sold it, her kids are already in college and now she's got that what people call the FU money. Like she can do anything mm-hmm. she wants. It doesn't matter. She could do it. But to what end? Like she wasted all those years not spending time at her kids' soccer practices and recitals. Sure, they can drive whatever car they want and do vacations now anywhere. But why would you exchange that time with your kids for the money later? And then the third story I tell is of the guy who built a business. But from day one, he decided, I won't let this business run me. I will put systems, processes, and people into place that it will run by itself. And I could begin living as if I was sold it. Now, granted, that guy's not going to have the FU money all along the way, but would you rather have money or time? And if you answer money, then more power to you. Go for it. But I would rather have time because on my deathbed, I'm not going to be saying I wish I had another hundred million dollars. I'm going to be saying I wish I had another hundred days. Yeah, that's right. And you said something really subtle earlier on that I don't know if people picked up on, but you actually said with your, including your first business, you didn't sell it. You're one of the 75%. 
Well, what did you do to still exit from that business? Well, and technically though, I'm not part of the 75% because I didn't list it. So I didn't have right. yeah. listed it for sale. <laughs> but your point stands anyway, is that in 2017, now I'd had the business for seven years at that point. So in 2017, I hired a business coach and I'd wanted to hire a business coach for a long, long time. But my partner all those years didn't thought we were smarter than business coaches. We didn't need one. And ultimately, I, finally, I was like, listen, I'm the majority owner of the company. We're hiring a business coach, doggone it. So we hired one and that's when everything changed everything came into focus because I was so focused on just my business. I didn't see all the stuff around me. So I, my peripheral vision was opened up by a coach. Well, that's what a coach should do anyway. And he asked me questions like, well, what do you want? Or do you want to run a lighting company for the rest of your life? Is that what you intend to do? And I said, no, this is not what God put me on the planet for. Yeah. I was a pastor for a very long time. And there were parts of it, of course, I did not like at all, but I enjoyed that. I enjoyed teaching immensely. I'm running this business because I needed to pay the bills and it turned out to be very successful, but this isn't why I'm here. There's something else. And he goes, well, what do you want to do? I'm like, I have no idea. I'll buy a car dealership or motorcycle dealership. I don't know. I don't know what I want to do. So he said, well, let's figure out how to get you out so that you can figure out what to do. And my first question was, can we sell it? And he said, well, you could, but it ain't worth anything because you're the owner operator. Nobody's going to buy this thing, even though you're very profitable, they're going to require you to stay in it and you don't get out. So that's when the exit without exiting concept was kind of birthed in my brain. It's like, I got to figure out a way to get out of here without getting out of here. Like, how do I exit without selling? it? And, yeah. and over the next 18 months, I figured that out. I stepped away from daily operations, brought in a new CEO and had my vice presidents promoted into positions of authority and responsibility in the business. And I stepped away and I still own it to this day. And the company's doing well. And I have very little to do with the company. I get a phone call maybe once a month about just, they got a question that will run past me and that's it. That's all I do with that business. And I went on to do what I believe I'm on the planet to do, which is coach entrepreneurs on how to do what I did. And I was just going to go deeper into that because I'm a Christ believer, right? I'm really, so just like I said, at the beginning of the show, it's not just about getting rich, about living a rich life. It's about something much more because I really believe that we're here to bless the lives of others, not just get rich and die. What do you feel like is your real ultimate purpose? You said coaching entrepreneurs, but let's go deeper than that. Like, let's even go into the why behind that too. So every single day as a follower of Jesus, I practice a very dedicated prayer, you know, prayer methodology, I guess. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I have this prayer app on my phone called Prayer Mate. And by the way, I don't get paid there. I have no affiliates, but go look up Prayer Mate on the app store or Google Play. Actually, it's off Google Play right now. And I know that because I just got a new phone. I'm an Android user and I got a new phone and I went to look for it to download it to my new phone. It wasn't there. And I freaked out. I was like, this is part of my life. I've been using this for years. Where is it? And I emailed this developer and he said something happened with their Google play certification. So anyway, sidebar, but I use that every day. And part of my prayers, I read through my mission and my vision and my goals for my life every single day without fail, except when the app wasn't on my phone and <laughs> I couldn't read it for a few days. And but, wing it. <laughs> yeah, I had to wing it. But my mission in life is to use my gifts of teaching and leadership to help other people get the results that they want. And I think that could apply spiritually, financially, health. It doesn't matter that whatever result you want as my client, my friend, my associate, I want to help you get to the result that you want. That's my mission in life, whatever that means. Second, what is my vision? Well, my personal vision, what I want to be seen, what I want to see in the future, and what I want people to see in me is that I lived a life that made Jesus and my wife happy. <laughs> Those are my two, my audience of two. Like I want to make Jesus happy. I want to make my wife happy. And if I can do that, 
at the end of the day, that's all I'm interested in. Now, from a business perspective, from the professional perspective, my vision is to see 100,000 entrepreneurs break free from the ironic prison of entrepreneurship, just like I was able to do. I want to see that. And I want to see it through podcasts like I'm doing with you, through public speaking, through coaching, through masterminds, through my books. I want to see the entrepreneurs wake up to the reality that they don't have to live that way. They can break free from it. So that's the why behind what I'm doing. So I will do this for the rest of my life, whether I need the money, whether I don't need the money, whether I make money from it, although I won't do it for free because I think that devalues it. But I will do this forever. This is why I'm here. And no matter the struggle I have to go through, I'm passionate enough about this to will, I will endure that. Yeah, I definitely see a common theme in your life for sure. I just did a podcast about the purpose in your life versus the purpose of life, right? Because I believe the purpose of life for everybody is the same, which is blessing God's children, blessing our brothers and sisters. But the purpose in your life is more how you uniquely show up to do that in every role that you play. And I think it's interesting just following your story. Like you started as a pastor, and then that pastoral kind of calling moved into being a really an eighth grade teacher and trying to bring that in there. And now you're bringing it to entrepreneurs in this space as well. And that common thread, that common theme that you can see throughout your life. Well, I'm glad to hear that people who don't know me can see that. And so I appreciate that very much. I had a very weird and interesting comment from a lady yesterday that I don't know who reached out to me after she heard me on a podcast. And she said, and I, I know I'm saying this publicly now, so she won't know. Nobody's going to know who it was who said it, but she goes, you know what? I've been following you for a while. Has anybody ever told you you're like the Christian Brad Lee? <laughs> and I thought, I thought, well, that's kind of, no, nobody's ever said that before. It's an interesting perspective because I'm friends with Brad. I know Brad and his wife. But <laughs> I thought that was interesting. But what's even more interesting and what I appreciate about your comment, Chris, is that I don't position myself as a Christian coach, a Christian speaker, et cetera. I don't do that. As a matter of fact, I don't even use the word Christian to define myself. I haven't used that in years. And we can get into that if you're interested in knowing why. But I haven't used that. I don't talk about it other than I guess it just comes out of who I am because I follow Jesus and I, I make no bones about that. And I think yeah. that's a very important part of my life. It's the center of everything that I am. But I don't position myself that way. So for someone that I don't know, like you don't really know me and the, the lady who called me and I don't really know her, or I actually don't know her at all to say things like that. I'm like, well, something must be happening. I must be saying something that makes people think that. So I guess, thank you. <laughs> because I, I obviously I want to please at the end of my life. I want to have made Jesus happy. And I think that if people see that in me, then I'm probably doing it right. And do without the labels too. go with it. That's right? right. Yeah. The labels are not interested. I'm not interested in those. Yeah. Totally agree with that. Well, awesome, man. Well, I appreciate your time today. This has been great. Everybody, we got his podcast as well as we got his website and contact information. You can actually see on the blog on moneyripples.com. You can check that out. But man, so appreciate you being here today with us today, Jason. Well, I appreciate you bringing me on the show. And I would say to your listeners, as I sign off with you, is that if you are an entrepreneur wanting to know how close you are to being able to be able to exit, go to amireadytoexit.com, amireadytoexit.com. It's a free assessment. It takes about five or 10 minutes to take it. You get a report back from me and my team on how close you are to being able to begin the exit from your daily operations of the business. I love it. Yeah, we'll definitely put that onto the website there for you guys. You said, I am ready or am I ready? Amireadytoexit.com. All right. We'll put that in there, guys. Hey, this is the thing. If you felt something, this, especially if you're an entrepreneur already, you're feeling something and you're like, he just pegged me. This is your invite to go take action. Not just be a hearer of the word, but actually be a doer of it. Go 
take that assessment, find out where you really are in that, because this could be the very thing that makes that critical shift in your life that changes it and buys your time back, buys your life back, not just with you, but with your family and your loved ones and those you're trying to help and serve. So guys, that's what this is about. It's about creating a better, richer life. Go and make it a prosperous week. We'll talk to you later. Visit us online at moneyripples.com for more resources to help you fix money leaks and get your money working harder for you now. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.